Welcome to the Exiled Holiday Special featuring Warlock and the New Mutants. For those of you who have listened to the first volume of Exiled, you know that Warlock is one of our team members who does a lot of interesting stuff. Wait till you see what happens in volume two. And, uh... And what Luke did. I... I'm sorry. I just want to say it on the record once again. Fuck you, no Luke. Spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Tensions already running high in the room. Devin, I'm playing Magma. I'm James. I'm playing Roberto da Costa, Sunspot. I'm Lucas. I'm playing Gomi and Bill the Lobster. And I'm Luke, your game master, and this is Exiled Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us, Lucas Brown, who is filling in for uh, Bree's normal spot. But it all works out because we are playing as the New Mutants in Warlock's home universe instead of uh, the Team of Exiles. And so it is the Christmas time, some of the mutants are uh, going home, and this is a slightly different universe. Things have worked out a lot better. For whatever reason, Apocalypse isn't around, so like Scott Summer's life has not been turned to total shit as a result by Mr as a result of Mr. Sinister's actions. So right now, Scott and Jean... Well, Scott Summers and Jean Grey Summers, they hyphenated... Well, no, it would be Scott Grey Summers and Jean Grey Summers. Devin's Devin's shaking his head in the room. Uh, (laughs) They are administering the school. The Shi'ar Empire currently is hosting a slightly less shitty version of Charles Xavier... But uh, a lot of the like how much less shitty? <laughs> yeah, uh, slightly to a given value of less shitty. Uh, he never had that thing. Uh, oh, the Micronauts uh, X Men crossover never happened. Oh, thank Christ! So, I'm yeah, not looking yeah. that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know Onslaught, like how Onslaught was the evil part of Charles Xavier's mind. Imagine if it was all of just Charles Xavier being an evil psychopath. And also being so weirdly pervy on Jane, which was totally not cool. And Kitty. And oh, Kitty. yes, and Kitty. Yeah. Can't forget that. Yeah, that that was just a horrible thing. So, you know, this is a much better universe. Uh, mutants are generally accepted in the world. You've you still got some horrible people, but it's like how there's always horrible people in parts of the world. And it is Christmas right now. Christmas Eve, in fact. And... There's only a few of the mutants who are left behind, one of them being Warlock, who, being a mutant tech narc, can't really visit his father or his family because they'd likely try and kill him. So, you know, it's the usual situation for anyone who's away from home for the holidays. Yep. Yep. So, Warlock, it is one of your first Christmases on Earth. 
and normally you've tried to go with a cannonball and his family for whatever reason that hasn't worked out this year. And so you have no idea what you're going to do and you're watching the TV. So what sort of stuff are you watching on the TV? I, I think just the saddest things I can find, like, um, what's that really miserable, uh, Christmas movie? <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life? Is that out yet? Uh, yeah, no, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> yeah, that's life was... been out for fucking decades <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, that, like, came out in the 50s or 60s? Yeah, yeah, okay, it was the early okay. 60s. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if, like, Warlock ends up missing the last half, or, like, the last 15 minutes of the movie, so he just goes to the part where, like, uh, George Bailey is looking at jumping off the bridge, and then, like, the signal just cuts out for whatever reason. <laughs> Wait, you mean the last 15 minutes? You mean the first 15 minutes? <laughs> well, no, you have all the setup where it's like, oh, he's got all these financial problems, and then he just never gets to see what the world would be like without him. I just change it's the easy. channel at that point and then go to the beginning of A Christmas Carol, but don't get it very far in that either. Like going through all of these like beginnings of moralistic Christmas movies. Exactly. So you're basically getting a double dose of like, this is why having no money sucks. Mm-hmm. And like, what is this holiday that these people like so much? I don't really understand. And then you switch on to the news. And who do you see on the news beyond the greatest robotic hero of the world, Iron Man? Because, you know, I mean, you're a robot-type person. Iron Man must be a robot-type person, right? Yeah. So, Warlock, you start to have the idea forming in your mind that, uh, you know, maybe you should go and see Iron Man for Christmas. He's a hero. He's a robot like you. And, uh... So how do you want to go about doing this? Are you going to let anybody know? Wait, is no one going to tell Warlock about Iron Man? Well, this is at the point where no one's entirely sure if... Well, no one knows, for one thing, that Tony Stark is Iron Man. They just know that he's the bodyguard, but no one's really sure if he's human or not either. Okay. (laughs) Yes, Warlock, there is an Iron Man. Is, is Iron Man doing sort of like a Santa promotion where he is, uh... Uh, he was fighting the Crimson Dynamo who was seeking to destroy capitalism on the most capitalistic of all holidays. How dare he. Mm-hmm. And actually, would anybody else have been watching TV in the room with Warlock? Bobby? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm too cool for this, whatever. And we're all teens, Luke. I think we'd all be watching TV. Does Bobby do anything other than watch TV? Mm. He picks up heavy stuff. And yells. He, he totally lifts, bro. And football. <laughs> and football. Or as we call it, football. With the traditional halftime losing your girlfriend to terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the game is the game. And rules are rules and traditions are traditions. Well, and it's, uh, like, possible to think that, like, Amara comes from, uh, South America, where she isn't used to TV. Uh, Roberto, you come from 
South America as well, where you may have not gotten these specials in Gomi, we don't necessarily know your background. So you may have also not seen any of these specials, so you guys are all in this sort of similar emotional state as Warlock is because of these Christmas specials that you are incompletely seeing. So how are you going to announce your idea of tracking down Iron Man, Warlock? <laughs> um, oh. Observation. Iron Man is also... But do you do you think he comes from a neighboring? A neighboring? <laughs> a neighboring is like an aviary, but it's for neighbors instead of birds. <laughs> oh yeah, we we were installing the uh, neighboring into the multiversal Q gardens, aren't we? Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, uh... Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> We've got that three dollars a month podcast hosting or podcast Patreon success. We're living large and in charge. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So Warlock has presented his idea. Is anyone going to try and stop him, or are you guys just going to go with it? Because, I mean, Scott and Jean haven't been seen for a few hours. None of the other students are here, and, you know, Iron Man's just in New York at this point in time, so that's not too far away. Let's sneak out. Oh, yeah. But there's the Alf Christmas special coming on later this evening. I I wouldn't want to miss it. Yes, you would. <laughs> Perhaps you're right. Roberto has some uh, intense opinions on Alf. <laughs> he sucks, dudes. Uh, I feel that would be a slightly insensitive comment, what with the uh, alien in the room. I don't see how. <laughs> I mean, Warlock I'm not saying has... all aliens suck. I'm saying Alf sucks. The TV show Alf sucks. I stand by that. I'm trying to figure out if this is James saying that or Roberto. I was about to say. It's gonna change my response. Oh, it's Roberto. James Leaf loves Alf. Come on. <laughs> James does love eating cats. There's just one thing we know about James Leaf is that he loves Alf. Listen. James Lee does love Alf. <laughs> Did you know that Max Wright uh, just fucking hated being on that show? Because he thought he was going to be like a bigger star, but uh, it turns out it was really just there. Like the whole set was built really weird so that like the Alf puppeteers could like be present but not be visible. And Max Wright just fucking resented that. This has been your ALF story moment, courtesy of a of holiday podcast special, where it's contextually appropriate. If you look at the James Least character sheet, it has a one next to loves ALF and a two next to is on time. <laughs> Self-chief friend Danny has told Self that it is not good to eat cats. <laughs> Self took a note. <laughs> oh, young warlock. So much to learn. Self is going to go see Robot Santa. <laughs> Hell yeah! At this point, I can't help but agree. Warlock, what are you going to uh, transform into to take the party to uh, hunt down Iron Man? Uh, obviously a sleigh. <laughs> or are you going to be pulled by reindeer? reindeer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but they're kind of like 
they're they're kind of melded into the sleigh. Like a horrifying Cronenbergian techno organic style, or gotta go full nightmare like, before Christmas. Everyone must be horrified. Or is it like a carousel where you may have like the front leg, like it's a weird Pegasus. It's like a griffin where it's like. The front end of a reindeer, and then the back end is just a sleigh. Did you just call it a haggis griffin? What the the fuck? A haggis griffin. Did I say haggis? You said a haggis griffin. Haggis Haggis griffin is is my favorite singer. (laughs) I meant to say half a griffin, half a griffin. That still doesn't really explain what you said next. Wait, isn't half a griffin just an eagle? It's the front half of an eagle. I'm sorry, I got kicked out of the cryptozoology focus at now discredited school owned by a bank. <laughs> oh. We are definitely in a good mood for a bullshittery Christmas special tonight. Absolutely. Okay. So give me that uh, transformation check there, Warlock. That's in the green. Okay. Yeah, so you aren't like an amazing uh, reindeer pulling sleigh. It is a bit on the uh, creepy side. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to wait for this train to move by. (laughs) Your sleigh was drawn by the fill-in artist. It was drawn by uh, early Brett Blevins. (laughs) Or no, at this point, like, that would have been close to uh, the Rob starting. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been during uh, life out the start of the series, but we're we're in better Christmas times. We're in better Christmas times. And we all so, have feet. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, except the diabetics. Come on, Lucas. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But you know, uh, you've got built a lobster, and that makes that more than makes up for the number of feet. <laughs> So, Warlock, you start uh, flying everybody off to New York City. Is everyone going to... Are you guys all going to be putting on jackets or, like, hats and gloves? I put on a sweet jacket. Uh, I put I put on the largest puffy jacket I could find with, like, a fur hood and one of those Russian hats with the flaps. Mine's, like, one of those, like, weird, like, 90s, like, neon stripes uh, jackets. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. I one like the uh, French foreign exchange student in Better Off Dead was wearing. Yeah, actually, yes, that's a good one. Whereas um, Bill just wears a a rakish fez. And so into the night, you've got a a pretty heavy snow falling magma. Yes. With your... uh, Magma, so that can burn so bright. Can you make a light? Ooh, yeah, let's go light. for it. <laughs> yeah. What kind of roll is that, Luke? Well, it depends. You can keep throwing uh, lava blasts, which I would not suggest, just because there's going to be other things in the air, and you don't want to like randomly have uh, cooling rock that is uh, falling <laughs> from the ground. Fourteen dead in cooling rock shower. <laughs> Um, yeah, assuming that you can get into a, uh... But it can make the children believe that it's just coal. <laughs> For all the bad kids. C- coming <laughs> down at Mach 2. <laughs> they were bad. Santa, why? 
Uh, give me a uh, flaming form check. Cool, I rolled a 54. Yeah, in the green. Okay, yeah, so you're able to make enough of a uh, light in front of Warlock that uh, he is able to see. And after about an hour or so of travel, you guys are all getting cold, but you've now reached downtown New York City. The streets are mostly quiet. You've got a few people who are coming out from the bars. A few people have gone to late night movies. Some people who are going and having Chinese food. Because, you know, Christmas traditions. And, uh, Warlock, give me a uh, intuition check to see if you can figure out where to go. I will give you a plus two column shift because, you know, you've had some interest in finding out about Iron Man before. That is in the yellow. Yeah. So you know that uh, Tony Stark has the Stark Tower building in here, and presumably if Iron Man is normally supposed to be guarding Tony Stark, it would make sense that that would probably be a good place to start searching. And so you go to the swanky Stark Tower. It's a very 80s place. It's a lot of, like, steel and glass and, uh, like that. It's... Can I just, like, land on the helipad? Yes, you can. Uh, give me a, uh, agility check to land safely on that helipad. Ooh. 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 Oh, I did not do that. Well, Jesus, this is a quick episode. <laughs> Shit, we're gonna have to retcon the rest of the show. No, this is how this is how Warlock became the Exile. <laughs> in in this darkest timeline, Warlock missed Stark Tower and everyone died. Uh, so, what did you you got into the wife? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a lot icier than you thought it would be. So you sort of, like, skid in, and you end up breaking glass sounds. Uh, you, uh, like, roll into the penthouse where the lights have been turned on. <laughs> oh, no. And there's a uh, sort of portly man in a, uh, like, tuxedo who's looking really shocked right now. <laughs> that a sleigh filled with kids and also a lobster has, like, just rushed into here. Ah. Oh. Good Christmas, people. Ooh, can I can I bluff this guy? Can I come up with a likely excuse? Yeah, give, uh, give me a uh, psyche check. A psyche check. All right, all right. That is in the green. Okay, so uh, what are you going to tell Jarvis here? <laughs> uh, my good sir, did you not get the memo we sent? to Stark Tower about the sleigh arrangements for the orphans and C.C. orphans that we were bringing in. I, where is our welcoming mat? Where is our food? I, I find this hospitality to be <laughs> very lacking. I told Tony time and time again we needed to have figgy pudding if they came right here. One second and I will... We're not leaving until we get some. <laughs> We are uh, indeed. You say that, he, he has already run into the kitchen, and uh, you see a. He'd be sharply dressed if it looked like the clothes had been laundered. Uh, a sort of rakish-looking man, mustache, goatee, and he's. He looks like he's probably uh, a bit tipsy right now. This is uh, Tony Stark, 
that uh, billionaire industrialist who uh, seems to always have Iron Man defending him. <laughs> oh, who are you guys? Uh, We're orphans. And sea orphans. Uh, don't you guys normally go down there? We've got the tree and all the presents and stuff. This is a Make-A-Wish Foundation year. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have fired Pepper. <laughs> Warlock is, like, hiding behind Bobby at this point in person shape, <laughs> looking very embarrassed. Uh, tr- uh, roll a check to uh, untransform from okay. the uh, sled into a person shape. Great. Yeah, you reverted between Jarvis going to... Uh, Fetch some figgy pudding and uh, Tony Stark coming in here. Okay, so h- h- how did you guys get up here? And also, did did you guys break the window? Because I mean, it, it's Christmas. It's well, I don't care about the heating costs in here, but it, it, it's going to be a dick to deal with. Self is very sorry. Self wanted to meet Iron Man. Be Iron Man. Uh, yeah, Iron Man. I, I'm ob- Well, I can't say I'm obviously safe right now since I've got teenage hoodlums coming into my window in the penthouse on this 80-story building. But, yeah, he's he's not coming out. He's he's had a long day. He's he's having some drinks. So, yeah, if you need to, uh, well, I'll let Jarvis get you that pudding or whatever he promised you and. Then you guys need to be on your way, okay? Okay. Yes, sir. That was a good episode. (laughs) Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. What what about our friend meeting Iron Man? It's his Christmas wish. Which friend? Warlock is doing the Charlie Brown slump over. (laughs) Oh, oh. Weird, non-discrepant kid. Why do you want to meet... Why do you want to meet Iron Man anyway? Hmm... Self wonders if Iron Man knows anything about uh, how to deal with Robot Dad trying to uh, kill you regularly, and how to deal with uh, human Christmas, and um, how friends going away for holiday, and about father coming and killing all friends, and okay, okay, slow down. You're going a mile minute there. Yeah, I know all about dads trying to kill you, so you don't need to talk to Iron Man about that. It sucks. Make your own fortune. Stop living in the shadow. That's how you do it. Hey, listen, asshole. We don't tell you how to be drunk. You don't tell us how to be teens. Bill, I wasn't telling you how to be teens. Bill, Bill the Lobster holds up a claw and a little emoji of an iron and a human shape and an exclamation mark appears above his head. Okay, yeah, I have... Maybe that last drink was spiked with something. That that That's a weird lobster. And at this point, Jarvis comes out, and he's, like, made individual, like, figgy puddings. He's got them in those uh, creme brulee cups that he ramekins. rarely gets to use. Yes, ramekins. And he hands one to each of you, and uh, it's like, okay, well, I will uh, guide you back down to the uh, entrance of the building, and then you can be on your way. I'm sorry that you weren't able to be with Iron Man. He's very busy this time of year. Okay, can can Bill make a distraction to get rid of Jarvis? Like, say, clipping the leg off a buffet table? Yeah, there's some furniture legs, or he could, uh... There's, like, an overhanging uh, tablecloth that he could try and pull off. 
Okay, let's go for the tablecloth for maximum comedy value. Okay, so that is going to be... Give me a... Uh, give me a check with your pincers. Okay, pincers. Okay, wow, that is in um, sort of that goldy yellow just before it hits red. Yep. So you got into the yellow, so yeah. Bill is able to pull that tablecloth off and, like plates and platters and like all these things that Jarvis has been like working on setting up all night long get pulled off and he just looks horrified and angry no 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 point of question if he had crit missed that test would he have actually succeeded in pulling out the sheet the tablecloth without putting anything over (laughs) and the flowers are still standing Yes, uh, it would have been a non-distraction had he failed at it. But uh, Jarvis is now paying very close attention, and he is going to do that whole, like, gets behind the group as if they were a singular object and push them to the elevator and press the uh, button to send you guys down into the first floor so you guys are effectively getting kicked out. I think we can take him. The odds, I agree. The odds are, in fact, in our favor. Uh, as you guys are discussing this, that's when the doors of the elevator close and it starts to go down. And <laughs> as you see the number go down from 80, 79, 78, 77, 76, you hit about Where's 70. floor 78? I thought I said 78. It's bad luck. They don't put 78 floors on buildings. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as you... Uh, get down to the uh, 70th floor, the lights in the building flicker. And then they cut off, and then you have a set of emergency lights within the elevator turning on. And the elevator has stopped moving. I've heard in emergencies like this, we are to stay calm. Uh, There is a tiny box that says in case of emergencies in the elevator. Does anyone want to pull it out? Bobby doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> of course he does. Uh, yeah, so Bobby, you pull it out, and there's a just a very nice bottle of whiskey in there. <laughs> oh man, we can have a party at the X Mansion later tonight. Cannonball be so jealous. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the Guthries make a lot of their own whiskey. I was gonna say the Guthries drink with hill people. They'll be <laughs> they're tolerant. They'll be through the roof. The first mutants. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's racist or not. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, then I apologize. Like you taking it too far. <laughs> I took it too far. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you guys are stuck. All you have is a bottle of whiskey, and you're almost to the 69th floor. So, what do you have? Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that elevator was going to stop. Uh. (laughs) So wait, are we between floors or are we at a floor? Uh, You're between floors. Between 69 and 70. I see if opening the doors, like, we'll be able to get out on either one of those floors. Uh, yeah. Um, so you're going to, like, pull the doors apart or do Okay. So are you, like, like into a jack or something? Yeah, or just just into, like, my general form, but where I'm, like, sort of floppy 
you could have those T one thousand arms that like sneak in between the doors and peel them apart. Yeah, okay, basically. Yeah, give me a uh, transformation check to uh, get through there. I do that. That's in the. Is it red? Yeah, it's in the red. Yeah, so you're like able to get in. You're able to actually pull the door up a bit, and you've opened up onto the seventieth floor of the hotel or of the uh, Stark Tower. So everyone is able to get out at this point. And now, people, give me some uh, intuition checks. Okay. 77. Five. Ninety. Just in the yellow. Uh, that's that's uh, yellow for Gomi, and that is uh, white for Bill. Well, at least a few of you know that when uh, power goes off in a big building and there's something weird going on at Christmas... You know that there is one movie that came out in 1988 <laughs> that's giving you some idea of what might be going on. And that movie, of course, is Die Hard. <laughs> Despite having lived Die Hard, Bill is not aware of that. <laughs> we just watched it last week. Bobby's <laughs> it actually been season. watching it on repeat every day. <laughs> Uh, now I have a lobster. A who, who, who. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> yep, I agree. <laughs> Just give me enough time. I'll, I'll reclaim my title. Well, Hans Gruber him. <laughs> I'm just, I think it's weird that this is happening at Christmas. Or this, this is in our Christmas special, considering Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. It's not like a Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Or Lethal Weapon. I'm checking if... No, not Home for the Holidays. What was the, uh... Was it Kiss Kiss Bang Bang where he was, like, the movie actor who was also used to be a thief and it's got, uh... It is, yeah. Batman guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. No, you're thinking of I'll Be yeah. Home for Christmas starring, uh... JT, <laughs> Justin Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> we're, we're doing the Santa Claus in this year's Christmas special, yeah. so... Although I, I stand by Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because it becomes a better movie when you think of it as Iron Man and Batman hanging out. Mm-hmm. That does make it a good movie. Well, and, and I mean, it's a... It's also a pretty good movie, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it never gets brought up in Christmas, like, conversations, even though, like, the Christmas setting is part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Movie talk here on Exile Podcast. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are now on the 70th floor of the hotel of the Stark Tower. So what do you want to do? Go back up, see what's going on, or do what Tony Stark said when he was a jerk to you guys and leave this building. No fuck that guy. Yep, yeah, Bill's already started snooping around, so don't know what check I might need for snooping. Uh that would be a another intuition check. Just a green. There we go. Well, that's pretty good for having only a typical intuition. Just, like, pipped it, like, right on the edge. <laughs> Normally the power shouldn't go out. Bill has spent a remarkable amount of time studying electrical grids and how those work. <laughs> We're going to sure, sure. in his interest here. And if the Stark Tower is going to be out, the rest of the city should be out as well, but it is not. So this is a attack solely on the Stark Tower power grid. Alright, Bill throws up a an emoji with it's just a question mark. Wait, so Bill knows this and 
He did say Bill spent a lot of time studying electrical grids. I presume to turn off a stove before he's thrown into hot water. Just mm-hmm. off the top of my head. He knows both grid convection and uh, gas grill stoves. <laughs> he's prepared for all eventualities. Uh. <laughs> like, he is not going to have nightmares when uh, Little Mermaid comes out next year. <laughs> When like Sebastian is fighting that chef because he knows exactly how to get the hell out of there. No, he's gonna. He's be... gonna see it as a. He's gonna see it as a spoiler alert, triumphant victory against the oppressor. <laughs> also, he's gonna be that asshole in the back of the theater going, "Oh come on, you would just cut the line, and then he would sneak out the back." All this running around is ridiculous. <laughs> it just translates as angry clicking of the claws. It pre- predates <laughs> the internet by about fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's 14 Reasons Why Little Mermaid Sucks. (laughs) Red Carapace Media. (laughs) And yet it would still be called Click Hole. (laughs) Hey guys, we're crushing it! (laughs) Cinema Crustaceans. Loves her internet jokes. Now on Exiled. You know, this is the content that people come here for. <laughs> for that hard-hitting lobster internet humor. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you guys are like noting that Bill has motioned out to uh, look at the other lights that are still on in New York City, uh, a dark shape, a small shape, runs by behind the party, and a few of you are able to see something. None of you are quite able to make out what is there. Can I do a sensors check? Uh, yeah. I'll give you a, uh, plus one column shift for a reason check. Okay. This game is, like, 20% bullshitting it as you go along, which is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I did not roll well. Um, oh, I am just in the green. Uh, you're able to put up sensors, and you see the shape of something that looks like a Christmas elf that is standing in the corner looking at you guys. Can I light up to try to see it better? Yeah. Yeah, I got in the green. Okay. Yeah, so you're able to light it up, and you see a sort of weirdly dressed... Like, it's a Christmas elf costume, but, like, the elf itself really has a gray featureless face. And it's uh, just looking at you guys. And it's it's noted that uh, Amara has uh, turned on her flame powers right now. Having had bad experience with elvish-looking alien types in the Coconut Grove, uh, I choose to panic. <laughs> Let's capture it and give it to the professor. Uh, I do not want—I do not want that anywhere near me. I am just, can I throw my hat at it? Uh, yeah, that will be a agility check. Oh wow! Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I may have just <laughs> landed in the high yellow with that hat throw. <laughs> Well, are you trying to aggressively throw the hat at it, or...? Uh, I may have. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, luckily, like, your gomi arms are not incredibly strong, <laughs> so, like, you hit it, and it lands with a, like, whap, and then the hat just sort of sinks into it, and then, it, like, pops up on top of his head under the, uh, elf hat that it's wearing. That is in no way sanitary. And, uh... Since you have attacked it, we are going to roll for combat. So, Warlock, you are the party leader right now, so roll us a agility check. Oh, boy. 
Um, forty-seven and twenty, so that's green. Okay. Well, it rolled higher than you, even, and it also ended up in the green because it does not have very fast agility. But uh, it is going first. And what it is going to do, Gomi, is it is going to throw the hat right back at you. Uh oh. <laughs> and it like throws the same way that you did, but because it's a lot shorter, it uh like hits the ground a lot sooner and it misses its attack. So team, it is your turn now. So how big is this thing? Uh maybe like three feet tall. Okay. And we're sure it's a robot? Uh, I didn't say anything about a robot. Did that hat attack do damage? Uh, when it attacked back? Yeah. No, it, yeah. it hit the ground. It missed. <laughs> um, and I don't feel like we're really fighting this thing. <laughs> All we've exchanged our hats so far. Maybe, maybe Can we, we like just kick it? The escalate uh, Like a football? It's a nice oh, elf. Uh, Amara does not have that word in her dictionary. So kick it like one of those severed heads stuff. that the Aztecs used to play with. <laughs> uh, that's stereotyping there. Uh, but yeah, roll a uh, fighting check, Amara. And I'll give you a plus two column shift because of your Nova Roma background for kicking... Heads because we'll say that the Nova Romans did a bit of weird stuff like that. Oh, and it's a fighting check? Mm-hmm. That's good. Nova Rome is a hell of a drug. With a plus two column shift. Yeah, so it's remarkable. I rolled an 87. So we are deep in the yellow. Yeah, so you are kicking this thing, <laughs> and it, like, you kick it, it does some damage, but then your foot is now stuck in it. <laughs> but I was in lava form. Does that stop that? Oh, you didn't say that you were in lava form. Well, I was always in lava form from the last time. Oh, okay. That's true. He lit up. Yes. Good point. So, in that lava form, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you slice through that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. You <laughs> 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 killed Christmas. You got me killed Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, inside... There are a lot of wires. Uh, everybody, give me a reason check. Green. Miss. Uh, Ooh, green. Red. Ooh. Ooh. Was that for Bill or Gomi? That's for Gomi. Actually, let me do one for um, Bill as well, although I don't have high hopes. Oh, wow. Bill got the lowest square of green. All right, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Gomi, since you got the highest score here, you recognize this thing as a strange holiday-themed short variant of what is known as the Awesome Android. Oh, excellent. The Awesome Android, uh, you know, is a robot that was developed by the Mad Thinker, and it is able to duplicate powers. So when it tried to throw back uh -oh. the hat the same way that uh, Gomi had done that, <laughs> that's why it didn't really work out. <laughs> And this one is deactivated because that flaming kicks the head circuits. There's your problem. <laughs> uh, but this uh, hints at there being something bad going on in Stark Tower this Christmas. <laughs> so combat is over, so where are you guys heading to now? We must I, I don't believe that the android would be on its own without a specific purpose. 
though normally the awesome android is about the size of four of these things stacked on top of each other. Hmm. A copy of the powers of an elf. <laughs> what is this? An android for ants? It's got Kirby rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kirby the pink blob rules. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, so it makes like awesome, amazing machines and crackles a lot. Alright, so what do you want to do? Folks. Warlock, you're, you're a um, team leader here. You know, I want to investigate more. I, I'm wondering, like, what... Is there any way I can find an indication of, like, which direction to go towards more of this? Or any computers I can interact with? <laughs> uh, well, all the computers are powered down right now, but you may be able to interface with the awesome Android circuits. Yeah. Do that. Uh, I'll give you a... Uh... I'll let you get a reason bonus for with the uh, mutant technic background added on to that. That's green. Green. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so reading through what remains of its uh, circuitry, you have a general idea that it is here to capture Tony Stark for Christmas-related purposes. So he would be back up on the uh, penthouse floor. We must go save the mean uh, Tony Stark man. Then maybe we can meet Iron Man. Have to? Okay. Well, and you know, Roberto, if you end up saving Tony Stark, then he'll invite you to maybe one of his uh, bikini girl parties. Or maybe you get to meet Tom Selleck. I do like Tom Selleck. <laughs> He's America's sweetheart. Uh, no, at this time we have had uh, Tom Hanks show up in Big, so I mean... Yeah, but Rob, yes, while Tom Hanks is the canonical America's Sweetheart, clearly R Roberto, as a big fan of Tom Selleck, would still believe it's Tom Selleck. Okay, don't I'm worry. I'm just playing my character. God, fucking damn it, Jesus. <laughs> Parents just don't okay. understand. Are there stairs? Uh, yeah, there are stairs. Or, I mean, there's a window and you guys could climb up the side of the building, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> can I fly? I seriously seem like what? a... Uh... Can I fly? Sometimes Magma can fly and sometimes she can. Depends on the writer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you cannot fly at this okay. stage. I mean, you could try, but that would be a uh, power stunt. And I'd die if I failed, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that only gets you up there. It would not also get the rest of the party. You can make a flaming staircase. Just saying. That's true. Yeah, but that may fall into the incredibly hazardous side of things. This is a one-off. I can kill as many people as I want. <laughs> That's why I put in robots. That's why I put in robots, Kevin. <laughs> it's Saturday morning cartoon rules. Warlock is going to be thrilled when she gets taken to exile because... He got away from crazy magma. <laughs> <laughs> magma is the magic in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, comic references. <laughs> okay, so uh, how are you guys ascending? Are you going stairs? stairs. Or are you going? Okay. Do the not breaking and jumping out the building way. Spoil sport. <laughs> so as you uh, like start to run up the stairs. 
uh, you guys end up seeing Santa Claus there. <laughs> and he's like a normal sized Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho! What are you kids doing here? <laughs> Saving Christmas. Oh. Well, that's a good thing to do. But it's your bedtime, so you should be home so I can visit and give you all presents. We're teens, we don't even believe in you. <laughs> but maybe if you did, you'd get presents. I'm rich, I already get presents. Damn, Roberto. And I'm friends with Roberto, so I can get presents from him. Raising. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bill is a big fan of Santa Claus because he is too pure. He is a beautiful cinnamon bun, too pure for this world. So uh, I'd like Bill to leap into Santa's arms. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give me an agility check. Alright. Uh, first bar of yellow. Damn, yeah. So Bill, like, does a <laughs> leap in the air. He does, like, a twist. And he, like, Santa is going to catch Bill and, uh, He's like, oh, have you been a good boy? <laughs> he, he looks like trying to figure out, girl, lobster. Bill throws <laughs> up an emoji of a present and a heart and two check marks. Oh, uh, Santa reaches into the uh, bag that he has and he pulls out a pie for Bill. A pie. <laughs> Bill's overjoyed. It's full of bleach, isn't it? Since Heather's came out this year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, is Bill going to, like, go into that pie already? Um, oh, wait, is it, like, an empty pie shell, or is it, like, a pie, like, with fruit and stuff in it? Like, what is it? No, it's, like, a full pie with, like, the crust over it and everything. Okay. Wait, are you saying, are you, do you expect us to believe Santa didn't wrap this gift? <laughs> you don't wrap the cru The crust is technically the wrapping? God. <laughs> this is a stocking stuffer so it doesn't always have to be right. wrapped mm -hmm. what kind of check do we need for Bill to eat the pie uh, you just have to say Bill's going to eat that Bill's pie Bill's going to eat that pie <laughs> okay yeah so like Bill goes into the pie and then out of it explodes like a massive amount of crows oh, the, like what? more crows than you think could fit in that pie Oh like god, I've had this dream. Oh my god. And uh, Bill is now being swarmed by pies as Santa starts throwing things on the ground as he runs back up the stairs. What the hell? Bobby, throw the whiskey bottle at him. <laughs> Bobby throws the whiskey bottle at him. <laughs> Agility check, Bobby. Okay. Watch this be the one good roll. That's that's in the green. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you are able to hit the uh, Santa in the head with the oh whiskey my bottle, knocking off his hat. It doesn't do a lot of damage, but you see that he uh, does the bottle break. Uh, no, he did not chuck it hard enough out. Oh, like God, a this yellow. is gonna be like Pan's Labyrinth. Chris Timms is gonna be so mad at us. <laughs> Uh, but you see that uh, like he had a weird Santa mask on that droops off and under his face is just this white 
face mask that's pretty featureless. And uh, he's still running up the stairs, chucking stuff I, down. So, I wanted to do try we recognize to... who is the Santa? Uh, yeah, give me some reason checks. But you're going to need at least a yellow to uh, succeed. I got yellow. Yellow. Uh, <laughs> Gomi got a yellow, and Bill, who is still being swarmed by crows. But did Bill, did Bill take damage from those crows? Uh, Bobby no. only got green. Yeah, I only got green. Okay. So Warlock and Gomi recognize this as uh, one of the true one of the two brothers Grimm. Ooh. By oh. the way, uh, Bill got uh, Bill failed that. So. Yeah. Well, Bill is at a minus two to checks right now because he is being <laughs> swarmed by crows that came out of a pie. <laughs> that's fair. I thought you were gonna say because he's a lobster, and I was like, that's fucking <laughs> that's like weirdly prejudiced against. <laughs> I want to um, do a shape-shifting roll to try and ribbon my arms out and restrain him. Okay. Roll that roll like a Luffy. Um, that is just green. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you are able to get one of his arms. He's He's still running like you don't have a good hold on it. Uh, everybody else, you want to, like, try and pull Warlock's arm and, like, help, uh, prevent the, uh, Brother Grimm from running off? Sure. Okay. So, everybody, roll me a, uh, strength check. And let me know if you get a green or higher. Uh, you don't need to, Warlock. Uh, I got in the green. So my strength is weak. Can I throw, like, lava at him? So, Bobby got in the green? Well, I mean, you can, but... Christmas spoil sport. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't we throw lava? Magma burns down. So I have some green. <laughs> Killing a person, you know. Uh, so what did he get? Green. Okay. Uh, what about Bill and Gomi? We don't know that it's a person. I risked it for the biscuit with the last one, and that was a robot. Uh, so, Bill and Gummy, what did you roll? Uh, what was the check, sorry? Uh, it was a strength check. Okay, strength check Luke, you're for... echoing. Oh, Devin, you oh. turn off your mic again. First bar of yellow. For Gomi, and then for Bill. There's a 49, even though strength is typical. So yeah, uh, Bill has a white. So, you guys have enough strength to uh, pull him, and the brother Grim. Uh, is pulled down the stairs, he loses his footing, he, like, trips and falls. He even, like, goes into one of the patches of acid that he had done. Like, I don't think uh, Home Alone had come out at this time yet, but it's, <laughs> it's like some Home Alone-style painful bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't come out until uh, two more years. Yeah, he is looking worse for wear. If you guys want to go and try and fully tie him up, or how do you want to proceed? I, I think uh, Warlock is just, like, wrapping uh, doing arm ropes right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, give me a uh, strength check with a plus two column shift. That's green. So, you have uh, the brother Grim tied up. He is bound right now in your techno-organic arm material. Is he conscious? Where, why yeah. are you impersonating Santa? 
I was. I am Santa. All right. Ho go, ho go, ho. Gomi's gonna no, get in Santa's his face. Good. Uh, listen, Mister. I uh, don't think you have the credentials to be one, Chris Kringle. And I should let you know that I have a telekinetic blast that, at this distance, could take your cap clean off, beard and all. So I need to ask you, do you feel jolly? Not, <laughs> not so much. I suppose that would... Children. <laughs> Precious murder children. I suppose I should have wrote something for a bluff there, because I'm meant to be intimidating, so... Uh, yeah, roll me a, uh, psych check, but you'll get a, uh, plus two scholarship, because that was some good, uh, some good reading. Oh, thank you. All right, I, so I'm in the green. Yeah. Oh, actually, with the plus two column shift, that would be in the yellow. Because it hey. goes from good up to remarkable. Okay, well then I am in the yellow. Yep. So yeah, you have uh, succeeded him, and he's like, okay, okay. I was just hired here to help get Tony Stark for whatever reason, and yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Okay. You're not going to kill me, right? I'll take that under advisement. I punch him in the stomach. <laughs> David Roberto. Roll me a fighting check. We were doing a thing. <laughs> I rolled. Uh, I I rolled a sixty-nine. So this is a very nice roll. Nice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you punch him in the stomach, and he is unconscious now. Good job, Roberto. Now he can't tell us about his plan. He's unconscious from a gut punch. Also being dragged down the stairs through some acid, and uh, you know. <laughs> He, he's not uh, the most durable dude. It's been a big day for a grim brother. Mm-hmm. I stand by my decision. Okay, I want to start running back up the stairs again. Okay. Yeah, we know where they're trying to go. We, what, what do we need to know their plan? Like avoiding the acid. Uh, yeah, so you guys get up to the uh, 79th floor that has the special exit to go back onto the uh, penthouse. And as you, like, briefly walk out into the snowy covering, because the only way directly into the penthouse is through the elevator, you see that someone else has made a hole through the window next to the one that you guys made, also <laughs> going in. It's like, you know, make your own hole, make your own path. And uh, as you look inside, you find that uh, there's another Santa there, uh, two more of the uh, elves and both Tony Stark and Jarvis are tied up in tinsel or some high strength durability tinsel yes perfect sure sure I think we roll in guns blazing that's kind of the tone so okay, well, we... I think we should wait because then we can meet Iron Man because he'll have to show up to save Tony Stark <laughs> 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 Two hours later, you guys are all freezing. <laughs> Tony Stark has been killed. <laughs> we saved Christmas! <laughs> uh, yeah, so... 
you guys will get a surprise round, and then we'll roll for initiative. Right. Okay. Uh, can I go? Can I go into my? Can I go into my racially insensitive mode? Okay. Yes. So you'll need to roll to see how many rounds you're going to be able to keep it up. Okay. One d ten. Eight. Uh, so that's thirteen. Thirteen rounds. 13 rounds. Okay. So yeah, you are in your uh, power mode, which isn't as powerful as it is normally, just because. It has been dark and cold this winter. So that is You're a your dickbag DM, that's why. <laughs> hey, someone didn't want Bobby to go home to South America for Christmas. Someone was like, oh, I want to be Bobby da Costa. Because I'm not allowed to be magic. Because Luke knows that magic breaks the game and would send everybody to hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you're saying you fucked up, we're then a jerk, and... Is that what you're saying, Luke? Anyway, it's fine. How many, how many, how many fewer column shifts do I get? Oh no, no, I, I already got that factored in to your sheet. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are like at uh, your strength is now monstrous. You've got your uh, resistance versus physical and energy. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? I want to blast one of the elves with lava. Okay, uh, that's going to be a agility check first. So I'll agree. Okay, yeah. So you're able to get one of them and roll me uh, at Monstrous. Still in the green. Okay, yeah. So you deal a decent amount of damage to uh, one of them. Its face is, like, half of its body and face are melted off. Oh, wow. Yeah, these things aren't really made to fight lava. <laughs> Most things aren't. You have to be really worried when they are. <laughs> and uh, Warlock, Gomi, and Bill, what are you guys doing? All right, I'm gonna since since Christmas is at stake, I am gonna bust out the telekinetic bolt straight at the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is a powers check. So that is okay. I am forty, and that is. Whoa, I rolled a 91, so that is a red. Oh god, just killed Santa yeah. Claus. <laughs> so Again. you like Try the false Santa. <laughs> so you blast like Santa straight into the chest. He like hits the wall, his like Santa mask and hat like pop off, revealing him to be another brother's grim. Oh, and because of like the force of that blast and a bit of Christmas magic, you, you uh, like he is already knocked out. So you've got, like, another one of these awesome androids that is yet to be melted. All right. Time to, time to break out Bill. <laughs> I want to just attack the remaining. Yeah, War Warlock and Bill can attack in tandem. Yes. Uh, how do you want to do this? Um, right, you... Maybe War Warlock tries to hold him while uh, Bill attacks. Ooh, could Warlock <laughs> throw Bill snips. at Bill's face? Get a fastball special going. Yeah. Or you do the uh, Gundam suit, where Warlock turns into a giant yes! robotic. Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. God! Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're doing that. L luckily, Warlock and Bill are drift compatible. 
I don't even need you anymore, Cypher. I have Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, can, can we please, just for a little creative license, because it would have been right around the same time, can we please have the mech resemble Scorponok from Transformers? That would be amazing. <laughs> With lobster claws for hands. <laughs> oh, wait until you get to the volume two. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, Jesus. Oh. so much crustacean. Was Scorponok out at this point? <laughs> All right. So, what's our what's our attack roll then? Uh, so, warlock is going to need to transform. Okay. That's yeah, machines. Oh yeah, that's a good roll. Seventy-seven. Doo -doo. That's yellow. Oh, also, Scorponok was well. This Transformers wiki is not very good. Trent, the first the first Scorponok came out in eight nineteen eighty seven. Okay, so yes. Okay, so you, uh, uh, what did you roll to transform Warlock? Red. Red? <laughs> and he's wearing a Santa hat. Yeah. With those little Scorpionock pincers on the other side of the Santa hat, Santa hat holding it in place. Okay, so yeah, you have effectively transformed into a amazing robotic scorpion. So, Bill, you are going to get a plus three column shift to your fighting check. Oh my god, alright. <laughs> yes. Let's... All right. Let's see. So he's a, he's excellent already. So let's roll it on up. Uh, plus two. So he's incredible. And we roll. He <laughs> got a ninety-six. Okay. So that's a red. <laughs> so yeah, Bill extends his claw and just like cuts through the remaining awesome androids' heads, and they just like pop off, deactivating them. <laughs> Oh god, that's oh, amazing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys have effectively stopped the uh, army. And uh, like at the, since it's the end of your turn, you see a very like dirty, grubby looking man in a green like jumpsuit run out. His like hair is looking wild. And he's like, what? What is this? Teenagers, I don't like teenagers. Teenagers are the worst. Wait, is that a giant scorpion? Who made this giant scorpion? I want this giant scorpion. And uh, get me some reason checks. Okay. Five. Forty. Amara's confused. <laughs> Seventy-eight. I'm in the green. Gomi's in the yellow. Green. Yeah. So all of you who recognize this guy recognize him to be the uh, Mad Thinker, the uh, creator of. The uh, awesome androids who... Uh, he looks very surprised to see a giant robotic scorpion in here. <laughs> and, uh... Like, who's that old dude? Why is he trying to ruin Christmas, guys? And, uh, yeah, that was how he spent his turn. Mindless, like, he is still going on a really weird, highly specific rant that I cannot do uh, justice to. So, team, it is your move again to uh, subdue this guy. I want to lift him up and a bicycle him. kick him. <laughs> How's that for a combo move? You lift him up and then he gets bicycle kicked in the chin. I think I've seen that one. W and I want to do it soccer style. To use my background points. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so, so make a uh, fighting, make a uh, strength check to grab him, Warlock. Or well, yes, Warlock and Gobi. 
You both need a or warlock and Bill. So there's a strength check for Bill. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Don't. That is in uh, yellow for Bill. What are you, oh, warlock? Like, um, it's white. For cooperative fighting. <laughs> My new mutant. Uh, yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay, then it's oh, just yeah, barely it's... green. Okay, yeah, so you guys are able to lift up the Mad Thinker and Bobby, make your fighting check to kick this guy in the face. <laughs> okay. I'm in the yellow. Yeah, so you're able to, like, run up, kick him in the face. He immediately gets knocked out. Like, this guy had even less hit points. <laughs> than uh, the brothers Grimm, and so he is unconscious. And Tony Stark and Jarvis are like waking up out of their knocked out stupor. They're like, "Oh my god! Oh my goodness! You you have saved us! Thank you so much!" Yeah. Oh uh, wait. There there's three of you. The lobster tendon. Where's the other guy? The weird kid. My head just like pokes out of. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Micro brew's never gonna catch on. This is what happens. <laughs> and uh, are you guys going to free Jarvis and Tony? We free Jarvis. We also free. Tony. We're gonna no. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get to meet Iron Man by uh, blackmailing Tony. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to use my power to turn up the heat. <laughs> uh, Make well, Tony uncomfortable. After you free Jarvis, he's going to take you kids over to the uh, corner as Tony like gets up and starts stumbling towards a uh, closet in the penthouse. He's like, kids, I, I need to tell you something because you've been so good. Iron Man is Tony Stark. He's going through a lot of troubles right now so we're i'm very thankful for you and i know tony will be when he sobers up but if you're looking to find a hero who can inspire you or who you can talk to right now he's not that person oh man wow you're like a nerd. Like i told you that from the start jarvis you're exposing the business you're a narc man we don't deal with narcs at least santa is real Yes, he is. As long as you believe and do good in the name of Santa, then he truly is real. <laughs> now, I am sorry this didn't work out as planned. Is there anything I can do to help your Christmas turn out a little bit brighter? Can we meet I, War Machine? I, I believe there was a promise of some uh, figgy pudding. Well, you, got, you guys got your figgy pudding already. We don't get extra for saving you? And uh, that is when War Machine just kicks through the door. Actually, no. War Machine comes through another plate of the window. It's like, hey, <laughs> what, what, what's going on here? And uh, Jarvis yep. pulls out a bunch of extra figgy puddings. Warlock does a little fangirl scream. <laughs> He's like, hey, let's all get a party started in here. And then uh, 80s music, a la Back to School's conclusion, starts playing. <laughs> 
Is there a frame frame? Is a freeze frame about what happened to each of the team members? Yes. Uh, so Warlock was a very good boy, and he ended up getting a massive amount of uh, connects and other building toys for the Christmas day. See what and else you did a, to him, Luke. A, a chicken soup for the robot soul. Yes. Uh, Connect was not invented then. It was not introduced to the U.S. Then, I'm I'm sorry. You need to pick uh, Stark Next. <laughs> that was a bullshit answer. <laughs> yes, it is. Magma ended up getting several pairs of socks for Christmas, which she then turned into coal, which she thought was fitting. Uh, Sunspot got a. Betamax player for his own personal TV and also he somehow got a piloted set of the uh, original broadcast tapes for Magnum PI hell yeah <laughs> uh, Gomi and Bill meanwhile uh, Gomi ended up getting a massive science kit which he wanted and also he got his own TV so that way he can have more freedom with what he wants to watch and Bill. Well, Bill got the greatest gift of all. He got to carve the roast beast. And he got a handgun. Excellent! <laughs> uh, Tony Stark, touched by the Christmas spirit, stopped by the Xavier Mansion the next day. And he had tried to bring a turkey, but, like, all the grocery stores were closed, and he couldn't really get anything. So he just brought a massive pile of money that he gave to me. Hooray! Best timeline! Jarvis ended up divesting his stocks that he had in Stark Enterprises for uh, some more secure assets. He's uh, invested in, he invested in window from... futures. <laughs> Mad Thinker and the Brothers Grimm uh, all ended up in jail, where Tony Stark also ended up accidentally flying in there and leaving a large pile of money in the <laughs> middle of the prison, which they were able to use to uh, get out of prison by hiring a high-quality lawyer for writing everything off as Tony Stark strangely being anti-holiday, which isn't really a thing, but, you know, it was a very good lawyer. Also, a cat is playing with a toy, and she is too cute to stop with that. that is what uh, the I thought that was just a festive after. touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. And, uh, yes, so that is the end of Warlock's holiday special. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I guess the true <laughs> meaning of Christmas is sort of reenacting Die Hard to save a drunk person. Everyone holds a pose. Let's go around the table and say where people can find each other. 
So, Jen, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen, and by the time this comes out, my website at www.streetovergen.com should be updated and totally new. Devin. You can find me online at FredoFett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and you can also find me with Luke on the Multiversal Q podcast. James. You can find me on Twitter at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. You can also find me at Comics Alliance and in the hearts of young orphans everywhere. Well, I'm not sure it's being considered in their hearts if you've actually eaten their hearts, but, you know, semantics. Uh, Lucas, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lokified, L-O-K-I-F-I-E-D. And very soon, we'll be coming out of hiatus on The Math of You, which is a podcast where I interview people about formative media from when they were young. We did 16 episodes last year, and we're getting our second season already and ready to go. And also, you'll find me in the hearts of sea orphans everywhere. And you can find me, Luke Hare, online at, at Poltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I also do the Multiverse Q podcast with Devin. And uh, you can also find my stuff at L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. That's where my portfolio and some of the comic stuff that I do is. We will see you next week for the start of Volume 2, where things get crazy and then things get sad. So. We'll see you then. I agree. Peace.
So we'll see you. I there. agree. I can't hear anything. Peace.